Welcome to TSCRA Talk, a podcast by Texas and Southwestern Cattle Raisers Association. I'm your host, Kristen Brown. I have two very special guests joining me this month, Miranda Skaggs and Emmy Bertoni, to share about their experience attending the Cattle Raisers Roundup Youth Program this past summer. Emmy and Miranda, thank you so much for being with us today. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. Thanks for having us. Very excited to be here. Thank you for having us. So starting off, I want to hear a little bit about y'all and let our listeners know a little bit about your background. So Emmy, if you will start, tell us a little bit about yourself, just briefly your background, where you're from, and then where you're at in school. Absolutely. Okay. So I am a freshman in college currently. I'm from Yoakum, Texas, but I went 10 hours north and I'm currently at West Texas A&M University and I'm studying for my ag business degree. Now, my background in agriculture is different than most, I would say. I grew up and I'm very thankful to grow up around agriculture and much land, but my family doesn't directly come from it. So I've really had to dive into it myself head first and learn all about it, but I could not be more grateful and thankful for that type of experience because I got to see so many new perspectives of the agriculture industry through that way. Well, awesome. And Miranda, tell us a little bit about your background. Yes. So my name is Miranda Skaggs and I'm 18 years old. I'm a senior at Rudder High School in Bryan, Texas. And my background in terms of the agriculture industry, my parents have very deep roots within agriculture. My dad specifically in the beef industry. And so growing up, we've always been around cattle and livestock. And I've shown Sears heifers and barrows for the last 10 years through 4-H and FFA. I've been very involved in terms of different leadership opportunities in the organizations. And I've also just really enjoyed being able to learn more about the beef industry because it's something I'm really passionate about and something I want to pursue in the future. Miranda, starting with you, y'all covered so many segments, all segments of the beef industry from pasture to plate. What would you say was the most eye-opening thing that you saw during that time? For me, being from Central Texas, it was really cool to be able to go up in the panhandle and witness firsthand what actually goes on in feedlots and large-scale cattle operations. Just because where I'm from, it's not super common and it's just not very prevalent. There's a lot of like stalker cattle, but there's not just a lot of feedlots going on. So being able to actually witness all the different events that go on through the feedlots, the research conducted, and just the diversity in terms of the agriculture up in the panhandle in West Texas where we toured was super unique. For me, something that I really enjoyed was I have a passion for beef on dairy. I recently did a research project over that through school. And so whenever we were at the cactus feed yard, we were able to actually see some of the beef on dairy steers that they were doing studies on and researching about in terms of their gain rate compared to other steers. So that was really neat for me just to be able to see something that I've been working on firsthand. I bet that was really neat to see it in practice. Yes, it was very cool. It was honestly just to see like the work that's being done in terms of the innovation in the beef industry was really cool. Just in all aspects was really unique. Well, that's great to hear. So Emmy, I'm going to toss that question to you now. What was the most eye-opening thing that you saw and learned that week? I'm definitely going to have to agree with Miranda and everything she said. The process not coming from an area that's around specifically feed yards and cattle feedlots, that is something I'm really focusing on learning and I want to go into operating after I'm done with my college. But I do want to also mention that the most eye-opening and something that made me even more excited to attend WT as we're going after that summer is just all the research and the projects that we were able to see that they are working 
working on currently. When you go on a tour before you go to a college, they take you through the great meat lab and you go through the ag building, but you really don't get an in-person look how we did with the schedule of the projects they're working on, the people, how they're going at it. And that would just made me even more excited to attend and be a part of something that they're doing and making a difference. And it's been amazing. I can tell you firsthand from the couple months that I've been here, it's only gotten better. Well, that's exciting. I bet it was really cool getting to go to kind of get a behind the scenes look before you get to college. And I bet it was super exciting. Yes, ma'am. Okay. So along the way, not only did y'all get to go and tour and see these operations, but you got some hands-on actual valuable experience and, and got to do some different scenarios like selecting a bull at the Ari Brown Ranch and then going and, and shopping for food on a budget. So tell me, Amy, we're going to start with you. Tell me about one of those things that was insightful and interesting to you that you found really valuable. Oh my goodness. Well, we did so many things, like you said, the bulls, the shopping, we palpated cows at WT, but we also went to a lot of volunteers if it's snack pack for kids. I think that besides, like I said, those agriculture experiences were so amazing to see in the process, but I really, really liked going back and having those volunteering communities because right now in agriculture, it's such a big talk on going back to the consumer and we're trying to get ourselves more out there and telling how we work, how we label things, just having more of those consumers appreciation on our side. And so I think having those volunteer opportunities where we're seeing how agriculture is making a difference and having people who are in it come out and support those in big towns and communities that really don't get that hands-on experience was such amazing. It's such an amazing experience on top of just seeing all the work that people are putting into it and how agriculture plays a huge role and can tie into those lives that are changing and making a difference for people. Well, that's awesome. I love hearing that. And so Miranda, to you, talk to us about the hands-on experiences that y'all got to have that week. Well, certainly one hands-on experience that I'll be able to use in the future since I'm going to be graduating this coming May is our experience at HEB. We were given a certain budget and we had to fulfill the nutritional requirements for a family for three different meals throughout the day. And that was really unique because not only were we able to try and find the best deals and the most nutritional products within our budget, but then also got to have a little fun with making and creating our own dishes. So that was really exciting. And of course, we incorporated beef or tried to as much as we could in every single meal simply because we're beef-loving Texans. So that was a really neat experience. And Emmy and I actually got to work together on the bull selection at R.A. Brown Ranch. And that was really neat just to be able to go through the catalog that they have for their sale with all the bulls they have to offer. And then we were given scenarios based on different things that we as the cattlemen prioritize, whether it be the shipping weights or production, things like that nature, and kind of were able to select our bulls that we wanted to purchase with a set budget through that. So definitely was really helpful with making future decisions. And then also, if I'm interested in buying cows in the future, I know what to look for to to be able to get the best bull or best cow prospect at sales. Well, I love hearing about all of those things because it, it sounds like it really, I mean, it doesn't sound like it is real world applicable skills that, I mean, the shopping on a budget and being able to put together nutritious meals, but then the extent of buying bulls and, and just thinking through that process and all the things to take into consideration. That's so awesome. I 
really wish that I was in y'all shoes. I think there are going to be a lot of our listeners who are like, man, what a cool week, cool thing, cool experience. So another component to the week that I personally think is just really, really awesome is that you each drew a topic at the start of the week and then you worked to gather information to put together a speech throughout the tours and and visiting with the industry professionals. So tell me about your topic and then your speech. And Miranda, we're going to start with you on this one. Perfect. So my topic was why do we have consumer advocacy and how does sharing personal stories make an impact on the industry? And this was a really exciting topic for me just because I've done some research into it before. And just because I'm involved in Texas Youth Livestock Ambassadors and several different organizations and consumer advocacy is something that has always been really important to me to be able to effectively convey our stories. Because I feel like oftentimes agriculturalists get discounted, maybe just because they aren't able to share their story as effectively as maybe the upcoming generations could with the use of technology and different social media outlets. So kind of hearing about how each production operation that we visited conveys their message to the public, how they're bringing people in letting them interact firsthand with the cattle they're raising or the nutrition that they're providing, things of that nature that were really cool just so that they're able to have that hands-on experience and have a connection in agriculture so that they feel that they're involved. Just being able to learn about that and then be able to give a speech about that was really cool opportunity throughout the week. Well, that's so neat to hear about. And Emmy, before I hear your answer, I want our listeners to know too that The challenge was to give your speech, but then there were two attendees who won $1,000 scholarships and y'all were those two that won that scholarship. And that's also how I got to select y'all to be on the podcast. So just a really cool incentive for y'all. So Emmy, let's hear about your speech. So my topic was over food labels and more importantly, the importance of them and how they are perceived nowadays. And I really took the turn on that. It's our way to communicate with our consumers. There's, like Miranda said, there, there's a very little chance nowadays to share stories and gain that trust with the people we're selling food to because we are providing food for absolutely everyone. Everyone tries to eat three times a day and it is our job to make sure that they have that available to them and that it's what they desire and what they need. And so mine was not only how to properly what's on the label if we are buying something in the grocery store like we were at H-E-B, but also flipping it on the side that people don't really see that labels are also for agriculturists. Like we said, we did a bull activity where we had to go through all these paperwork and find what would best fit our scenario. That is also a form of labeling. And without it, it it would really, really hurt our agriculture industry and producers and our ability to provide that food. And then on top of labeling for our community. So like I said, I don't come from a typical agricultural background and labeling can go through so many as choosing our food, producing our food, selling our food, but also who is doing that and having that trustable label, having those backgrounds, having the intent and the purpose and the passion to drive and just knowing that is seen by the people buying our food and seen by the people that are going to help us and to continue to build and grow and provide for our world. Well, that's awesome. I love hearing about both of your topics and It sounds like, I mean, obviously, y'all did awesome at it, giving your speeches. But these weren't just like soft-hitting topics. These are big topics that the industry is thinking about and wrestling with. And so I love that. And yeah, that y'all were expected to rise up to the level of professionals in this. So what would you say, Amy, we'll start with you, was the most valuable aspect now that you're several months away from the tours 
and the roundup. What stands out to you now as being the most valuable thing that you've experienced from that week? All our experiences obviously were just so eye-opening and they offered us so much information. But I think the thing, or I know the thing I took the most from after coming off these couple months is being able to talk to all the people we've met, having those connections, building those friendships, seeing how things work, especially since we are... very, very thankful that this tour that we did was more up in the Panhandle where I live now. So I have a little bit of a better understanding going into a brand new place of how things are ran. But countless times I've looked back on what I've learned or the people I've been able to talk to in their operations and projects or try to reach out to them um, in certain classes that I have now, but also for my future endeavors in agriculture, in college, outside of college for the rest of my life, everything I've learned and the people I've met, I know will play a valuable role in how I choose to provide for in the future in terms of farming, in terms of beef, anywhere I decide to go. But I think that also is not just the people who very generously offered up their land or gave us tours, but the people like Miranda and everyone else who was on this trip with us. I've learned so much from the people that I went on. And I remember I always, I'm a big talker. (laughs) And I think people can tell that I love to talk to people and hear their side of things. And that go to the people we were traveling with. So when the opportunity came up, I would be, what did they think of it? How was their thought? Because we all come from very diverse and different backgrounds. And when we put all our information and our thought together, it only adds to the experience we are having. And I remember one of the most eye-opening and one of the most helpful things that I've asked outside of the people we went to go visit is how people took their notes. We are all given notebooks and pens throughout the line to write down our thoughts and everything that we've been learning. But I really liked seeing how people took in their information because in turn, that just makes my ability to remember and be a better producer in the future. Well, that's awesome. And it sounds like you took full advantage of literally every aspect of the week. So that's awesome. Miranda, what about you? What would you say is the most valuable aspect from the Cattle Racers Roundup? Each night we had a networking dinner and that was a really cool opportunity just because there was representatives from all different aspects of the agriculture industry, from college professors to those who are actually cattlemen, to those who are looking into research, all different aspects, businessmen. And so it was really cool to be able to discuss with them about the opportunities within their distinct corporations or businesses and learn more about what they do in their day-to-day job and about the opportunities that are offered to youth our age and going into college, which could eventually turn into job opportunities. So making those connections was certainly really important. And then also for me, just being able to learn more about the panhandle side of the agriculture industry and just visiting with the producers at each stop was a really cool opportunity just to learn more about what it is that they're doing in these different operations and how we can kind of take some of the things they're doing back and just how even though they're all working towards the same goal, each person has their own unique way of raising their food, fiber, fuel, and shelter for the growing population. Just kind of taking that in, even though they're all working towards the same goal, they're just very different. And learning from them was really cool, for sure. Well, that's so neat to hear. And I love that. As we wrap up, I appreciate all that y'all have shared. And I would love to hear about your future plans because y'all are both at such an exciting point in life. I'm being a freshman in college and a high school senior. So Miranda, will you start and tell us what are your college plans or what are your plans for next year after you're, you're out of high school? 
Yes, ma'am. So I was recently accepted into Texas a University as an animal science major. So I'll be class of 2027. I'm very excited to be starting at AM next fall. And through pursuing my four-year degree, I hope to graduate, you know, with my bachelor's of science and then hopefully attend law school to work in either ag law or ag policy with my law degree, just so I can help be a voice for agriculturalists and another avenue of the agriculture industry. It's been really important to me to be a good representative of the industry. So I'm looking forward to that and making all the connections along the way. Well, that's awesome and so exciting. And Emmy, tell us about your plans while you're at school and then after college. Absolutely. So currently, like I said, I'm working on my ag business degree at West Texas A&M, which has been awesome. But throughout there, I'm trying to pick up jobs currently feeding in feed yards because I really want to get a hands-on experience during these years while I'm learning because my plan is once I'm out of high school to operate and own my own feed yards and packing facilities and really involve myself heavily in the beef industry. And right now I'm just learning all I can from anyone who is willing to allow me to listen. So on top of that, I'm very heavily involved in our student government right now at WT and we're really focusing on which is a big part to me because we're really focusing on how, one, we are bettering the school, but one of my main focuses of how we are getting agriculture more out there to everyone in general. Like I said, I'm I'm an ag major and we are an ag college, but there are still so many people in such a vast campus that don't have that experience. And with the position I have, being able to share that and being able to open that up to so many more people is something I'm very excited to be working on currently. Well, what a cool thing to just carry agriculture through literally all components of school and life. So I love to hear that. Well, thank you both for your time. I I greatly appreciate it. And, and so cool. Again, I think all of our listeners are probably wishing that we were in your shoes this past summer for this tour. So that's pretty awesome. So Miranda and Amy, thank you again for being with me today. Thank, thank you. you so much. And to our listeners, thanks for listening today. We invite you to be part of one of our ranch gatherings and virtual ranching 101s. For a full list of the ranch gathering locations, ranching 101 topics, and more information about cattle raisers, visit tscra.org or email events at tscra.org.